Hello, Seeker. Welcome back to this incredible episode all about the initiation. It's going to blow your mind. It's going to offer you a lot. I can't wait for you to dive in. Before we get started on this episode, I'd love to tell you about round two, ding, ding, round two of Momentum, the Manifestation Challenge. This is an eight-day challenge with four live trainings, eight days of practices, workbooks, meditations, all the things, and most importantly, an energy upgrade for you to move closer to your manifestation, to create on fire momentum toward the goals that you have. And did I mention this challenge is only $11? What? In addition to the eight days of teachings and trainings and workbooks and all of the things elevating your manifestation game. In addition to that, I'm also throwing in a free gift, which is my brand new mini course that is called Magnetize Your Goals. And it's all about exactly how I set goals, write them out, move toward them and manifest them. So you will get eight days of igniting the energy within you to move closer to your manifestations, eight days of new tools that you can use forever and you will be. Given the first round, everybody loved the trainings and the tools so much, and I know that they are already using them moving forward in their life to continue that momentum, to manifest your goals. So you're going to get new practices that you can use forever. You're going to get support in a private Facebook group from me. I'm obsessed with you. I'm in there every day. Also, the other enthusiastic, beautiful seekers on the path. You get community. You get activation. You get new tools, new meditations. It's really setting you up for huge momentum momentum towards your manifestations. Plus you get the magnetize, magnetize your goals mini course all for $11. So really it's a no brainer. If you are wanting to move forward in your manifestations, even if you're just wanting some help, a spark, something to help you get jump started into the energy of your manifestations, this is the perfect challenge for you. So I cannot wait to see you in momentum. We start May 22nd for our second live round. If you are listening to this in a future date, you can check the link below and I am planning on making this into a do-it-yourself challenge and, and, or running it again in the future. So you can check out the link below to see what the deal is. Can you do it on your own? Is there an upcoming round? And I just cannot wait to support you because momentum is everything. We have to clear, we have to spark, we have to ignite, and you are going to love these tools, Talia style, that will really make a difference in your life. So I can't wait to see you in momentum. Check the link in the show notes below. And without further ado, let's dive into today's incredible, epic, awesome, unicorn sparkle filled episode. Hey, Seeker, welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here, and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia, and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition and play in the quantum. We are now besties. Let's do this. (laughs) 
Hello, hello, Seeker. Welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. My name is Talia Joy. I am so excited for today's episode. How are you? How are you doing? How are you feeling? I am sending so much love to you, and I am so thankful that you are here on the journey with me, because this is not an easy journey, the journey of awakening, the journey of manifestation, the journey of self-growth, the journey of expanding our soul back into what we truly are and why we came here. It's not always an easy journey, is it? So today we are actually talking about this and I'm going to break down the initiation phase of transformation. Um, before we get into that though, and I explain all of what that is, I just want to say, hi, how are you, my love? If the acoustics sound a little bit different right now, I am actually not at home. I am at an Airbnb and I'm in this little, it's like the, the way I could describe it is a writer's nook <laughs> in this beautiful space that I am here, I'm, that I've rented for a couple of days. There's this little nook and there's this beautiful like live edge wood, um, like little table. It's right in front of a window. I actually posted it on my Instagram stories. It'll probably be gone by the time you hear this, although this episode is launching today. Um, but I, it's like this little nook with this beautiful window and I'm looking out at trees and I've got my coffee and I'm in this little beautiful space. This Airbnb is gorgeous. Oh my goodness. I walked in and I was like, oh, this is so nice, really clean, nice kitchen, really bright, looking out at all trees. It just was gorgeous. And I put my stuff down and I'm like, you know, checking it out. I put some of the stuff in the fridge that I brought. Um, and I'm just kind of doing my thing. And then all of a sudden I was like, wait a minute, the bathroom. I haven't even checked out the bathroom. So I opened the door that is the bathroom and holy crap, I feel like almost half the suite is in the bathroom because I opened it up and it was like, Oh, like this shower that looks like you're at a spa. It's all like, I don't know what kind of like marble or crystal or whatever it is, but it's like beautiful, like tiles. And there's a big bench in there. There's a rain shower thing, you know, nozzle. There's the other wand nozzle thing. There's these beautiful like shampoos and body washes. And I'm just going to say some of you are like this, I'm sure. Often when I go somewhere, the body wash, the shampoo that's there, especially hotels and stuff, I'm like, no, I am not putting this on my hair. My hair is curly. It tends to be toward the dry side. And I just find that, you know, shampoos with tons of scents and just kind of the, I hate to say it, but just like the crappier shampoos, my hair just hates it. So I'll be like, whatever, I'll get my hair wet, but I'm not going to wash it because often I just find either it's like, it's just not my style. My hair doesn't love it. I don't really love like really scent filled, especially synthetic scents, body wash and stuff, I find that I really notice it anyways. Um, but I came here and it's this company from on the island. And I think it's, it's, it like boldly says like the unscented company, I think, or something. And it's like all pure. And the shampoo was so nice. The conditioner was so nice. I even used the body wash. It was so nice anyway. So there's an Epic bathroom. It's a beautiful Airbnb. And I have locked myself in here for two days <laughs> to write my book. And so this episode today, is part of the book and meaning that this is something that I cover in the book because the book is about transformation. It's about us understanding what it truly takes to move into something new, to transform one area of our life, all areas of our life, um, to go through the death and rebirth, to become the phoenix, to go through the metamorphosis like the butterfly. We need to understand 
how life works, how life grows and evolves so that we can grow and evolve with it. So instead of just going like, why aren't I there? Or why am I getting like nothing but the shit end of the stick lately? Or why are things falling through? Or why is nothing seeming like it's working? We can start to understand that like, oh shit, this is part of the process of transformation, which is something I've been talking a lot about. If you're interested in this and you haven't listened already, the previous episode before this, I'll link it below, moving through the goo, um, is probably one of my most favorite episodes. I don't really know why. It's super powerful. It's super long. If you have, you know, a spare hour and 20 minutes, you should listen to it. I have a friend that goes, yay, I love when you do a long episode because that's how long of a walk I take. <laughs> um, but it's it's incredible. And it also is part of this, right? It's like the initiation is actually before the goo phase. And so to start to understand this whole process, you know, continue listening. I don't know, maybe you've already done your own research or know about the death and rebirth cycles and the transformation cycles. But to me, it has literally changed my life. Understanding this on a deeper level um, has literally changed my life. And I don't say that lightly. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of things that have changed my life, but this is really big because I am somebody who I'm sure like you, you're a seeker. You want to understand why things are happening the, the way that they do, whether it's the deeper spiritual meaning or the physical meaning. It's like once we understand what's going on, we're no longer powerless. And I find that personally, whenever I get stuck in a struggle too deep, one of the common narratives is like, why is this happening? And why am I stuck? And I'm doing all these things. And why am I back here again? Right. And that just recognizing what's actually happening has changed, recognizing what is actually happening has changed my life for real. It really has brought me so much more faith, so much more trust, so much more excitement that good things are coming my way, even when I'm being tested. It's an important part to understand. So over the show, and while I write this book, because back to why I'm here at this Airbnb, I've written about maybe even like 95% of the content it's really, really exciting. I'm kind of secretly hoping that on this weekend, I'm going to finish the content of it so that I can move on to the editing phase, but I'm not going to put that on myself because it's a creative process. And sometimes you guys know this, right? Sometimes it, the, the last bit ends up being way more work than you thought. You're like, oh, I'm at the end. And it's like, oh yeah, all this other stuff. But truly I'm about 90 or more percent done the content, which is so exciting. And then we're going to be editing and formatting and all that good stuff. And so I don't know, it might be still an another year till the book comes out. I really don't know. This is the first time I am writing a book like this. Of course, I have manifest this shit, the uh, law of attraction coloring and activity book, but writing a coloring book or creating a coloring book, even though I did all the designs myself and all the prompts and all the exercises, um, it's much different than writing a change your life type book. So anyways, enough about that. I am here at an Airbnb. It is so nice. Um, being a mom of three, if any of you are tuning in for the first time or you haven't heard me very often, or maybe this is the first first or second episode you've listened to. Um, I'm also a mom of three. I live on the West coast of Canada on Vancouver Island, and I live in a little tiny beach town where you better get takeout before 4 PM. Cause everything closes <laughs> type of thing where things are actually closed on Sundays, maybe not the main grocery store, but it's so funny to drive up like the main drag of our tiny little beach town on a Sunday. Cause it looks like you've been transported back in time, but we, um, I just love it so much. I am someone who thrives in nature 
nature. It's one of my core values. And that's one of the biggest reasons why we moved out there is to give our kids and ourselves, me and my husband are both this way, um, a full nature experience. So we own real trees. We have huge trees on our property and a pond and, and a garden and all that beautiful stuff. And so I'm just living, you know, what we could say is my best life over on Vancouver Island. But being a mom of three, I don't get a lot of downtime. So something like writing a book, you know, for any of you artists or creatives or, you know, anyone that's really created something, whether it's a course or even, um, you know, a curriculum or whatever you've created, it takes a, it takes time and it takes a process and, you know, where you get in the writing or the creating where you get in hour four and five and six and seven is like, you're deep in the flow. And I find in my everyday life, I do little things where I'll write like one chapter in this day, or I'll quickly go over and make sure I did this. And so during the week, I'm making sure to touch base with my book every couple days, but I, it's just so much more flowy when I get away. So actually when you read this book, when it's out, you can know that almost all of it was written at Airbnbs. <laughs> I've done this several times where I get away and I immerse myself in my own teaching. I don't listen to other podcasts. I don't listen to other material. I just like get deep into it. And so that's what I'm doing. But this morning I wanted to create an episode because it's Monday and I put out episodes on Monday. So it's like 8 a.m. sitting here, sipping my coffee, looking out at the trees. So I just really hope that this serves you today. And I wanted to give you that little bit of update. I know that I am long overdue for a conversation about what I've been through in the last month. I keep alluding to it. I'm not trying to string you guys along. Really, it's because it's part of this process, because it is part of the transformation and it's not always pretty. It's just taking me a little bit to get to the place where I feel comfortable to share. It's not that it's something so big and so personal. I mean, it is incredibly personal, but anyone who's been around the show, you know that sometimes I share <laughs> the most personal things. Do you remember the episode, What Your Shit Days Are Telling You? Um, that was now probably a hundred episodes ago, but there was an episode called what your shit days are telling you. And that was very personal, like including talking about getting my period out of nowhere in a shit day that just kept crumbling and, <laughs> you know, sharing with you guys so many things out of, you know, over the, the course of this, ep um, over the course of the show, I've shared so much and I will continue to, I think what it is for me is that I need to get a little bit out of it to be able to share about it. So I've been extracting the lessons and moving through. I'm definitely more in my power. I don't know if you can hear the cars on the road. <laughs> I'm definitely more in my power now around it. And I feel like any day it'll be at the time where I can at least share what's been going on, what has resulted in a new opening because through the story, which I will be sharing soon, I promise, um, through the story, you'll see that these rock fucking bottoms that we go through, like, emotional, can't keep our shit together, just feeling hopeless or crying all the time or just feeling sad, weeping for ourselves, for our inner child, like all of these rock bottoms are propelling us forward. And that's the biggest takeaway from the cycle of transformation and from what I've been through is your rock bottoms and your looping patterns are 100% on purpose. If you're interested in that stuff, I also have episodes about looping patterns 
you could, if I ever mention an episode and I don't link it below, you can always search in Google and go the Awakening Her podcast looping patterns and that will bring it up because sometimes it was a year ago and I don't remember what the episode was, but I know that, you know, I remember the content, but not like the number or when it came out. So you can always just search if I ever mention something that you want to find. Um, but anyways, let's dive into today's episode. I am so excited, you guys, to talk about the initiation. I feel like I should probably do a series of episodes that are in order because as I said, the initiation is actually before the goo phase, but part of what I realize in writing this book and what I try to portray in this is that we are always going through death and rebirths. We are always going through transformation on macro and on micro scales. So sometimes you might be going through a transformation to do with money, but you've already gone through a big transformation, say with relationships or with healing, or maybe you've gone, you know, you're in the middle of a goo phase, as I talk about a lot, where you're not yet where you're going and you're not yet where, or you're not anymore where you've been. And you're in this in between this goo phase, maybe you're in that in your entire life and then you're going to move through it, but then something else. And then it's like, okay, now that I understand this, I've moved through. Now I'm going to go to work on my body or on uh, my health or on my wounds around money or whatever. So we're always going through it. And that's the thing. When I was reading some teachers stuff about death and rebirth and transformation, all this stuff, it was like, I always was reading it. Like we go through it once, like we go through this grand transformation. And when this happens, you're here. But if you really look at your life, you're going through all of the stages in all different places in your life. And that's why you could be feeling like you're in the goo phase, but you're also being initiated, which is what we're talking about today, which is a really exciting place because it's the place where you are being initiated into what you will be embodying soon. The end result of the transformation is full embodiment of a new lesson. So before I dive into the initiation, I just want to say that we are here to grow and expand as a human. So from a spiritual perspective or, you know, considering the bigger aspects or view of life, the bigger sort of overall thing that's going on here, <laughs> I believe what makes sense to me, what I intuitively see, what I've learned from my mentors and teachers like Wayne Dyer and Deepak Chopra, Gabby Bernstein, these people, especially Wayne Dyer, that has really impacted me. And then my own intuitive gifts, talking to spirit, talking to spirit teams, also working with clients for so long. I see the way that they react and give feedback and nurture and love us over and over and over and over and over. That's actually probably been the place where I've learned the most is not just receiving intuitive guidance from my spirit team, not just connecting to source for me. It's actually for my clients because say on any given day, I am spending hours and hours on um, voice memo with my one-on-one -on -one clients. We connect every day, Monday through Friday, and I am constantly seeing the way that they are navigating our quote unquote problems, right? They are so loving. They are so with a higher perspective. So anyway, where I was going with this is that from a higher perspective, our soul came into this human experience to learn. So essentially some teachers like Ainsley McLeod and some mediums say, you know, we actually have this like sort of like a board meeting where we get together with our spirit team, um, source, maybe our angels, past versions of us. And we decide, okay, in this lifetime, 
I'm really going to intend to master. Maybe it's unconditional love, or maybe it's self-worthiness, or maybe it's speaking our voice. Maybe it's learning how to care for yourself, how to not abandon yourself. So we have these mega life lessons that we came here to learn. Everybody has them. Whether you're aware of them or not, you absolutely have them. So before this, behind the scenes, before we're even here, we've contracted to learn certain things. So for example, one of my main lessons in this life is learning unconditional love. And the two prong of that, (laughs) one prong is unconditional love. The other prong is unconditional love for myself, not abandoning myself, not judging myself, really loving myself and coming from love in everything that I do in my healing, in my, you know, fitness, in my nutrition, the way I talk to myself, overcoming the bullying and the, you know, eating disorder that I had forever. It's really been this process of learning how to actually love myself unconditionally like source does. That's one of my main lessons that may be one of yours because the time we get, by the time we get to be old souls, everybody has a unique mission but also the themes are very similar. So I came here to love, I came here to learn unconditional love for myself, but the path in which I learned that is different for everybody. So for me, I, me and my mom had a tumultuous relationship. It was a struggle, you know, from almost as early as I can remember, but particularly as I got to be, I don't know, like eight, nine, then into teenager, I felt abandoned. I felt, and I'm saying felt, I felt emotionally abandoned. I felt like she didn't see me for who I was and all of this stuff. Simultaneously, when I was about seven, as a lot of you guys have heard, I was bullied for my body. I was bullied for being quote unquote fat. I look back, I'm like, oh my God. Anyway, kids are so freaking mean. But then I was bullied again when I was about 12. And this time it was much more serious. The cops were involved. She was threatening to kill me. It was a very, um, very traumatic time. And I moved away and I moved like eight hours away. I moved in with my dad. I started quote unquote, a new life. (laughs) I don't know why I did quotes there, but I really did start a new life. I moved out from my mom in with my dad and into a new school ultimately where I ended up meeting my husband, but we had also met when we were very young. That's a long story for another time. Our paths had crossed when we were like four or five. But anyway, the way in which I was here to learn unconditional love and unconditional self-love was through bullying, was through feeling abandoned, was through not having a great time, really, through the struggle. So you're, you may be here to learn something similar or you may know what your life is about this time around and you know what, what you're here to learn, but your circumstances may be completely different. Maybe you had a father who walked out or you had a parent who passed away or you dealt with addiction or neglect in some way or whatever it was, you could be here to learn the same thing or a similar thing, but your life experience is very different. And that's why we need to understand the death and rebirth cycle, because we're all given a different hand, even if we're here to learn similar lessons. And the reason I say that we're here to learn similar lessons is because by the time we get to be an old soul, it's all about coming back to source. It's all about coming back to God consciousness. But the reason why unconditional love is for me is because God is love, right? They say that I think in Christianity, but the universe spirit is the frequency of love. So when we come back to love, if you've ever read Mary Ann Williams, Mary Ann Williamson's book, The Return to Love, it is epic. It changed my life when I read that originally. It was like 
15 years ago, but it was just so good. I've read it a couple times and that's what she's talking about is like, when we return to love, we return to source. So you are here on a soul level to learn things, to have big lessons. And yes, our soul purpose is to learn but we are also here to learn of that love and that freedom or heal or overcome and then also inspire others. And that's the part where I call this the earth purpose. Like what we are meant to do here on earth is shine our light essentially. So whether you're an artist or a teacher or an architect or a healer or um, anything else that you are, you are here to help others as well. Even if you're a, um, like somebody who doesn't have a job or you've been a stay at home mom or you're on disability or you're in a situation where you don't need to work, you, it's not about work. You are still shining your light, obviously to everybody around you. So your earth purpose doesn't have to be your job. If you're lucky enough that it is your job, that's incredible, but you are who you are, no matter what, when you're in the grocery store, when you're checking your mail, when you have, you know, a run in and traffic, like you have the opportunity to shine your light and up-level humanity no matter what. But it's through our learnings. As I learn unconditional love for myself, I'm just naturally more of a light to other people. My channel grows. I'm a better mentor. I'm a better human. I'm a better mom because I'm learning what I came here to learn. So I really want to get into the initiation. This ended up being a long, it's not really an intro. It's kind of just now setting up for the episode. So you came here to learn. You came here to, to overcome. When we're in an initiation, we are being nudged that things are about to change or need to change. So we start getting that deep down feeling like things are about to shift. Initiations can be really different from person to person, but essentially you get the nudges, you get the whispers, and often in real life, you're starting to see things in a new way. And you're starting to, you know, the breakdown is the next step. So you're not yet in the breakdown, but you're starting to see, it's like the veil has been lifted a little bit and you're starting to strip away what you used to be and get these big, it's, it's the initiation is really nudges. It's really a nudge. It's really a feeling. It's an asking to step into something bigger. So you can enter an initiation without even realizing it as triggers show themselves stronger than ever, or you find yourself really uncomfortable in patterns and, and behaviors. Maybe you're in deep frustration. The initiation can also be a time of learning where it's more light. It's not, you know, the transformation isn't always born from, um, originally it being like, you're so frustrated and then things change. It can also be, you start learning about something. You start learning about a certain way of life or a religion or a certain, you know, because, because our, I'm just trying to describe this so that it really suits everybody. It's, because our transformations are different, the initiations can be different. So say you're being called out of your job as an accountant and you really want to be a yoga teacher and you're getting these nudges that like this job in this office, it's not serving you. This is, doesn't, doesn't light you up. You know, you want to be teaching yoga, you know, you want to be hosting retreats all over the world and you're starting to get that nudge and work is starting to feel even less fulfilling. You're starting to feel a little bit frustrated, a little bit like, oh, I just don't want to be here. That is an initiation. So you could start learning about yoga or yoga teacher training, or you might learn about something completely new and your everything in you is going like shit's about to change, whether it's your job, your belief system, your way of doing things, the initiation and all of this can be on any and all levels. So in the initiation, you 
strongly desire or you're starting to desire something new. The initiation will lead you into new territory, but it'll be starting to equip you with or introduce you to the tools you'll be needing soon or the opportunity to change in what isn't working. So, okay, with my body healing, for all of you that have heard um, along the show, um, and if you haven't heard, I've been in chronic pain since I was about 12. It's all over my body. It used to not be all over my body. It used to be just in my back. It is unknown. It is a medical mystery. I now know what's going on, um, but I didn't for a long time. And I was going, what the heck? Why am I so much in pain? Or why am I in so much pain? What is going on here? And through the initiation, I started seeing nudges of like mystery illness that has, you know, a a different um, source than what I had sort of already seen. So for example, I started seeing more about, and I've talked about Lauren of Love. She's been on the podcast, but I started seeing her. I actually saw her on Instagram because I was following somebody else and they went on a trip together and I saw this girl and I kind of was like, oh, she seems really cool. She seems, I don't know what it was. Something pulled me toward her. She was totally natural. She was going live, just being silly. And I was like, I could totally sip tea with this girl. I love her. And she was just talking about loving her body and her healing journey. And at first I just saw it kind of like you see anything else on Instagram. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. She healed some stuff. That's great. I I hear that all the time. And that was the beginning of the initiation and I didn't even know it. So I saw her and then a while later I saw her pop up again and then I decided to follow her page and then I realized somewhere down the line I started seeing her talking talk about actually sorry what happened is one day I so one day I was listening to a podcast again someone totally different the podcast ended and one of her episodes started playing and I don't for sure remember, but I don't even think I had any of her episodes downloaded because I had never really heard her talk before. I'd only seen her in these little blips on Instagram and an episode came in and I heard her within the first few minutes of the episode say, if you are in chronic pain, if you have a mystery illness that is making you in pain, if it's autoimmune, if it's this and that, and she's naming all these things, which mine, I don't think it's autoimmune, but she was naming all of these things. And chronic mystery pain and fatigue and low, you know, energy and low libido and mental fog and all this stuff. And I was like, huh. And she's like, it's coming from emotions. So I'm listening to her and she's saying, you know, it's coming from unprocessed trauma and unprocessed emotions and something hit me. And that's the initiation. It's like, listen, open your ears, right? So the initiation is this phase where you're starting to be introduced to what you are going to need moving forward. You may start hearing a lot about fasting or about ayahuasca or about, you know, your, um, your love language, or like it could be heavy and deep and big, or it could just be like this new thing, new plant-based recipes, because you're being nudged to go a little bit more plant-based or a little bit more, you know, organic or whatever. You might start to see people with, you know, um, pure beauty products and you kind of go like, huh, I wonder if that would make a difference to whatever else. And later you come around to go like, holy crap, I was being initiated this whole time. So the initiation is something you're not always aware that you're in but sometimes you are. So you can be put into an initiation when you strongly desire something new. You can start actively working toward a goal or beginning a new intention and you'll activate your own initiation phase. So you can activate them or they will happen to you because you are here to transform. So all transformation starts with an initiation, whether you're thrown into it or you call it forward, you will be invited into a phase to initiate 
the breakdown, to initiate the process. So you can call on your own initiation by saying, source, what the heck is happening in this area of life? I'm really ready. Please show me right? And even if you've done this before, because a lot of us have, before you're aware of the transformation process, you might've called out for that, but then you didn't receive something big and obvious. And you kind of go like, yeah, I've tried that, but really starting to see that once you call it in, you will start to be initiated. So just like me, I was at a place of despair with my pain and like hopelessness. And then all of a sudden I started hearing these random things. And for me, it was like, literally I'm scrolling on Instagram. I see this girl. I didn't really think anything of it. It wasn't like someone came along and was like, this is what's wrong with you. It was at first, I just saw her face and I was like, oh, there's something about her. She seems really cool. And then I heard her say some things. And then those words started coming out of her mouth of like, the pain is not just physical, it's emotional. It's you know, we need to heal our inner child. We need to heal our trauma. And at that point I wasn't as aware of trauma and inner child to the same degree I am now. I was being initiated into these concepts. So they start to trickle in. So these are things that you'll have to, it starts the breakdown process for the things that you are currently doing, believing and acting in accordance of that aren't supporting you. So I was just going like, what the hell's going on? Like, is it another supplement? Is it a this? Is it a that? But I was like flailing. I, I was so frustrated and so disempowered that, yeah, sure. It could be supplements could help and this and that, but I needed to get to the root. So I started to be um, initiated into a, a new focus which is, oh my goodness, I have a lot of unprocessed shit within me. So just to just, you know, this is a side note, but for any of you that are empaths, highly sensitive and are in pain or have physical dis-ease, I'm not going to, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a medical expert, but I am going to say that especially for empaths and highly sensitive people, we take in a lot of energy. So whether it's the traumas you've experienced in your life, other people's discomfort, other people in your life, the stress you've carried, the guilt you've carried, those things get, um, they get uh, internalized. I was going to say materialized, but that too, but they get internalized because we don't know how to process them. And then we start to have all these illnesses, whether it's pain or skin issues, hormone issues, digestion. Again, I'm not saying for 100% of people, this is just the, this is the cure, but if this is calling you, there's something here for you, especially mystery illnesses. There's a lot to do with processing our emotions. So anyway, um, so the things that I was doing and believing, they weren't serving me anymore. I had to look in a different way. It wasn't just more magnesium at that point. It was like, you're missing a huge aspect of what's causing the pain. So I started to be able to, I started to be put into an initiation. So when you desire more out of life and you ask to manifest better things, you will be invited to break down the parts of your life that aren't in alignment with these desires. You will be invited into a new way of thinking, of doing things, the part that you're missing. But we have to know how to spot it because something that my guides say, because they're so funny, they're like, we can't part the clouds and physically come down with like a big banner or like a signboard going like, do this. And they always say like, if we did, we'd freak you out. So the way that we can connect with you, this is my spirit team saying this, the way that we can connect with you is through nudges and whispers and putting the right people in your path and putting the right information in your path. That's almost the only way. They can come in dreams. They can come in meditations. They can come in intuitive hits, but it's, it's not that someone comes down and goes, this is the answer for life. Because if they did, you would doubt it, right? 
How many seminars, how many books have you read? They're like, this is the answer. And you're like, yeah, because we got to find that for ourselves. That's the whole reason we're here is we need to find those answers for ourselves and find the answers for ourselves. Meaning not everybody's answers are the same for everybody. Not everybody's meant to have a vegan diet. Not everybody's meant to run a marathon. Not everybody's meant to do anything. We have to find the medicine that we need and you've already been initiated. You've already started the initiation process by desiring something new. So you're going to be and are being initiated into a big, higher vibration that is more expansive than where you are now. You are in an energetic discord a little bit, which is what shoves us into the goo phase of like, for me, I want to be out of pain, but I have not yet healed what's going on that's causing the pain. So it's like, I want it, but I'm also in the poison. And that's why the initiation comes along to start to nudge, to start to whisper, to slowly guide you open, to slowly open your heart to the new possibility. Because if someone came along and just said, this is your answer, you would doubt it. Like that's the human condition. I don't believe everybody that says they have the answer because the answer is different for everyone, right? So this is the way that they communicate with you. So whether you're experiencing looping patterns, fear, resistance, feeling stagnant, having a really strong desire for something, maybe you're having realizations about your life, maybe you're opening up to a new thing, a new way of doing things. You've been introduced to meditation or a certain spiritual teacher or yoga and something's changing. You're being initiated into your next level. It's an invite asking you to re-examine, to see what's not working, to see where your soul is calling for change and how this nudge, how these whispers, how these new concepts could be leading you into higher ground. So when we really acknowledge that and go like, I'm an initiate, I'm in an initiation. And if I were to ask you right now, intuitively, what are you being initiated into? Hear that answer. What are you being initiated into right now? So sometimes the initiation asks us to give something up. And there's a lot of teachers that say like transformation doesn't come without some sort of sacrifice. And I don't know how I feel about that. I don't like the word sacrifice because it feels like in order to receive God's love, I need to sacrifice, which doesn't feel right. However, there's a natural give and take and there's a natural there is a law around creating space. So if you have an unhealthy, toxic relationship and you're calling in higher forms of love, you will be asked to let that relationship go. If you have beliefs that are not suiting you, you will be asked to let them go. If there are people, if there are situations, if there are places, jobs that are draining your energy, it's preventing you from moving forward in your transformation. So I want you to hear that again, because it feels important for someone if you are in something that is directly opposite of what you want, you will be asked to re-examine and to release and to change and to let go of what is not working. So for me, it's not like I let go of all my beliefs about my body overnight, but think of it. I was initiated into inner child and deeper trauma healing, which is in fact asking me to let go of what I've been holding through the processing, through the inner child work, through the tears, through the breakdowns, I've been letting go of what I was holding on to that was keeping me in pain. So there is a giving something up. There is an offering up of sorts, but it's not like 
in order to receive God's love, you need to give him five bucks. You know, it's not like that or sacrifice a person or a thing or something big in your life, like sacrifice chocolate and all of your needs will be met. That's not really how it goes, but it is asking you to let go of what isn't working. So before the caterpillar goes into its cocoon, and if you end up reading my book, which I hope you do, um, the whole book revolves around the butterfly and the caterpillar. So before the caterpillar goes into the cocoon, it radically, or sorry, before it goes into the cocoon to radically transform, there is an instinctive or intuitive change that happens. So once the caterpillar has outgrown its current skin, as it starts to get bigger and bigger, it will molt. And I, I learned this in my research that on average, they molt like five different times. And then when the time is right, they stop feeding. And then when the time is right, they hang upside down off of a twig. And then when the time is right, a twig or a leaf or something like that. And then when the time is right, they start to spin a silky cocoon. So this is the initiation phase where the caterpillar may have, who knows, right? But they may have no idea of the physical process that is about to go down, but they are intuitively changing their behavior. They're molting, AKA releasing. It stops eating. It finds a location for the cocoon. This is also interesting that before it goes and spins the cocoon, I guess they've studied that the caterpillar starts Um, stops roaming so far. So it'll start to stay really close to where it's about to do its cocoon. So I guess they somehow pick where they're going to do their cocoon. And then their last bunch of days before they go and spin into that, they stay very close to home. They eat a lot. They start shedding their skin. So I'm not saying in the initiation, you have to start eating a lot, (laughs) Um, but they start to molt. They hang upside down. They spin the cocoon. So in this whole phase, the caterpillar does all of these things driven by instinct over logic and reason. It's driven by instinct. It's driven by intuition. A caterpillar's skin doesn't actually grow. So when they've outgrown it and need a bigger skin, they spin a pad of silk, grip on with their hind legs and walk out of their old suit. Like the metaphors, you guys. So think of that. They, they know that they have to outgrow their, or that they have to create a new skin. So they spin a pad of silk, grip onto it with their hind legs and walk out of their old suit. So if the caterpillar could think critically or be like us, it might freak out at the molting, right? Seeing that it's losing itself, shedding parts of itself. It's like, oh my God, I can't let go of that, right? Sometimes it's hard for us to let go of relationships, to let go of jobs, to let go of even clothes, like getting rid of our closet or our, our vices or whatever. It's sometimes really hard, even though we know we're heading toward bigger ground and higher ground. That is part of the initiation as I shared in the last episode, I've been internally nudged to cut down on coffee as I'm drinking coffee. Um, but in the last six months, I've probably cut it in half and now I'm even drinking less. And so I've been initiated into that for a while, but it's, we don't want to let go. Like, I don't want to let go of my coffee. Right. So it's been this process of just having less and having less and having less. This is the initiation into deeper health in my body and also the dish initiation out of drinking 19 cups of coffee all day. Cause I used to drink coffee almost all day. I would fast until like 2 PM, but all the coffee. And I just realized that was not 
serving me anymore. I really am a fan of intermittent fasting, but I noticed like there was my blood sugar and hormones and all the things because I just wasn't eating, but having so much caffeine. So I was initiated out of that, or I am in the initiation of changing this, you know, this habit, if you will. But sometimes as I'm saying, it's hard for us to let go. It's hard for us to let go of our old skin. It's hard for us to let go of what we've created for ourselves, the relationships, the people, the places it's, we always want higher ground, but sometimes it's really tough to let go. But if we can take something from the caterpillar, you know, it realizes it's time to let go. It's I've outgrown this skin. I've outgrown this habit, this pattern, this way of doing things, this being a victim. I've let go. I want to let go of the unhealthy food or alcohol or whatever. And letting go doesn't necessarily mean cutting out completely, but kind of like me with coffee, it's like we're, we're wanting to change. But the caterpillar, it spins a pad of silk, it grips on, aka grounds in to where it is, and then walks out of the old skin. And then the new skin is there and just starts hardening or whatever it is. And now it's a new skin. So they have to actually let go of that old stuff in order to walk in. But walk into the new, but it's hard because we see everything like it's slipping away. The home, the safety, the identity, it's all sliding away with each molting that we have. So the caterpillar allows itself to be led, to be carried by the instinct, the instinctual need to shed, change and grow and mature. So where are you resisting stepping into your new skin? Where are you resisting moving on? growing, changing, maturing, or like, I like to say maturing. My daughters are like, why do you say mature? I'm like, cause it makes me feel mature. Anyways, <laughs> where are you resisting the molting? Where are you resisting the change? Where has your skin gotten so tight that it's suffocating you? And you know, if you don't spin a pad of silk and step out of that skin, it may even kill you. It may even metaphorically or physically kill you, suffocate you. So you initiate yourself into new beliefs with every desire you have. This is the beauty. And this is something that has become so clear intuitively that having a desire, wanting more money, wanting a partner, wanting to serve the world, wanting to heal our bodies, whatever it is, wanting to, when we have a desire, that's actually part of what moves us forward and expands us as a soul. Because we have a new desire, we have to grow and change and adapt new beliefs with every new desire, which ultimately expands us. And over time, brings us closer to God consciousness, to our unlimited potential, to the fact that we are spirit in a human experience and that we can co-create everything that we want. So each desire actually brings you closer to your end goal of joy and love and abundance and all of that. So you may have been strongly desiring and focusing on making more money. So along with that prayer of like, please, motherfucking God, <laughs> just kidding. Maybe you don't say that when you pray, um, but please spirit team, whoever help me. I need more money. Along with that prayer comes an initiation. At first, it often doesn't feel connected to your goal and it seems random. You may be nudged toward worthiness or inner child healing or money mindset or something else that sticks out to you. So with my body, I was calling to heal my pain. And I was actually thinking like, do I need a chiropractor? Do I need massage? Do I need a supplement? And in comes inner child healing. And I mean, Lauren of Love said like, if you're in pain, it's because of this. It was very obvious. But if inner child healing starts coming into your life a lot, it's an answer to your prayer. And it may not seem connected. 
But when you go into the healing, you recognize your abandonment wounds that have been preventing you from finding love or your money mentality because you grew up poor and you're, you're always in lack and scarcity. So you are initiated and sometimes it doesn't feel connected to your goal, which is why we need to trust the things that come through to us when something buzzes us, when our intuition is like, go this way, even if it doesn't seem connected. You need to learn how to trust that because you may start noticing that your boss is extremely triggering, making you enjoy work less and less. You may get a sense of wanting to quit your job and start a new venture. In this case, the strong desire for more money is causing the universe to move pieces in your favor, but it doesn't just hand you money out of nowhere. I say this a lot. We don't ask. And then something just appears in our driveway. There's just like a sack of gold at the end of our driveway. Oh my God, my prayers are answered. That's not how it works. It will bring you all of these things. And maybe it's, you start hating your job more and more and more, and you start getting the nudge to create your new, uh, your own business or to sell your art. Or maybe, as I said, you're introduced to inner child healing and you realize your deep money wounds. So in this case, the desire for more money is causing the universe to actually move pieces in your favor, which puts you through an initiation in order to do things differently to find the results that you're looking for. So right around the corner of that example could be a lucrative new business or an idea or a collaboration that takes off, but you're being called to heal, expand, rise, take risks, know when the job isn't serving you anymore so that you can move into that next step. So sometimes I'll have clients that are praying for more money or praying for a raise and then their job starts crumbling and they're like, this is the opposite of what I was asking for. I was asking for more money and now I might get laid off or my job just you know, is all of a sudden we got a new boss and it's sucking even more, but the universe may be calling you to move out of that job so that you can move into more money. Cause some people will say, I want more money, but there's no room for advancement or raises at my job. Well, that limits you. So maybe you're, you're being called to move out of your job to actually move into that more money, right? So every desire causes you to stretch and to step into new territory and it's done through an initiation. So if you're going through a total life initiation, because as I said, all these things are micro and macro, you may start feeling like you don't belong, maybe like you don't resonate with your friends anymore, family doesn't get you, even the movies or music that you like starts to change. You may find yourself not relating to the people around you like you used to, or you start craving a healthier lifestyle or wanting to move away from partying or self-harming behavior in some way. Maybe you start to yearn for something deeper and more meaningful meaningful in your life. Your priorities start to change. You're starting to shift. Maybe you start to find spirituality or find meditation or the examples I used earlier. You start to find yoga or EFT or subconscious reprogramming, Joe Dispenza, whoever. Maybe you start moving more into mindfulness. There's new passions or hobbies. You start getting these nudges of like, I'd like to take a pottery class. Maybe I could meet some new friends or a meditation class, or like I said, to become a yoga teacher, or whatever, you start feeling that nudge to change. That's the initiation. So either the initiation is I'm so fucking sick of this, something needs to change. And I'm now open to what it is. Like the initiation can be the frustration, but the initiation then always follows up with some nuggets, with some guidance, with some, um, direction, but it comes as interest, as pulls, as like, ooh, that's new information or that's interesting, right? But it causes you to stretch and step into new territory. So as you are going through maybe, as I said, an entire life initiation, 
and all these things are changing and you're into new things and you may start feeling the nudge to change a lot of who you are because you're realizing it's not who you truly are. You've been conditioned over a lifetime to dull your sparkle, to fit in, to be enough, to not make other people uncomfortable, to not speak up, to not ruffle feathers, to be a good little girl or boy. And this is holding you back to be everything that everyone else wants you to be. So maybe you're being shed, you're being shown to hermit. You're being shown to not be around people that see you as the old you, to find new friends, to meditate more, whatever it is that could be happening as a whole in your life because you were never meant to stay as a caterpillar. You were always meant to be a butterfly. So caterpillars are an essential part of the equation and the young you, no matter how old you are, but the young um, energetic you is just as much a part of all of this as the transformed, fully embodied, sparkly, you know, full potential you. They're both just as important and caterpillars are an essential part of the natural ecosystem. However, you were never meant to stay on the ground. You were meant to soar. And in the initiation, you start to feel as if there is more to life. Something big is coming. It's really, it can be really uncomfortable, really unnerving, really unsettling because it seems as if all of your safety and your routine and your identity may fall away. And if everything falls away, what then? What am I, right? Who would I be if all the things that I am outgrowing dissolved away? And this is the part that scares us the most and causes the most resistance because it's terrifying not to know who we are. Our entire life, we've been building an identity. I'm a hard worker. I'm the funny one. I'm the smart one. You know, I messed up or I always let myself down, whether this identity is good or bad. Like I'm a hard worker, you know, apparently is good, but I'm never on time or I'm no good with time or I don't, I'm not someone who gets fit. Like whatever it is, we've created an identity. People like me don't become successful or my body's weak and I get every cold and flu. Or maybe it's I'm mom, I'm a dad. I'm a good person. I'm a teacher. I'm a healer. Like whatever it is that we've put as identities on ourselves, whether they are good or bad, we are being asked to strip it all away. And I don't mean to not become, not, not to be a mom or dad. If you're a mom or dad, of course, we'll always be that, but that's not your identity. That's not who you truly are. So who would you be without these labels and constructs that you've been building your entire life? What stories do you actually want to be putting your effort and attention into What is important to you now? What is important to you moving forward? Who do you want to be? Who are you really? Who is your soul calling you to be? These are the questions you start asking yourself in the initiation. So before I wrap up, I don't know if you just heard my stomach grumble. I clearly have to have breakfast. But as I start to wrap up, I want to also say, and I I say this in the book a lot about like from a spiritual standpoint, this is what's going on. So from a spiritual perspective, I see this as the soul is starting to emerge and become integrated deeper into who you are. The lessons are starting to come forward. You're becoming more willing to accept the assignments, to accept the test, to accept the lessons. And this is the time when you're really ready for the transformation you came here for. And I'm not going to pretend this is all shiny because the initiation is just the beginning. It's not the hardest part, but it does become uncomfortable, but you are in for a big transformation, which is not going to be easy. But I believe that your soul and our souls 
chose to come here to experience, to grow, to learn through certain lessons, through experiences, through healings and awakenings in your life. The reason you keep coming back over and over in human form is to live a human life because this is where the soul grows and expands. And we do this by experiencing things, learning things, having relationships, releasing old stuff, healing, expanding, growing over and over and over. Just like the caterpillar evolves, evolves through growing and molting. That is the initiation phase where we're being called into a new phase, into a new evolved version of ourselves. And ironically into who we've always been deep down behind all of the things that we have learned about ourselves and our traumas from the time we were very young, underneath that is an even more pure expression of self. And that's what we're being called to come into. So the caterpillar was always meant to become the butterfly, but built into its faith, sorry, built into its fate was the ability to go through such a beautiful and strange metamorphosis. You were always meant to be that and built into the journey is the metamorphosis. We can't avoid that part of it. So I want to say, and I'm trying to find the best way to say this, you were given the perfect life experience to learn exactly what you came here to learn. And this doesn't excuse anyone of any of the harm they've done to you. It doesn't make anything right. It doesn't mean that you just need to roll over and be like, oh, I guess it was all meant to be. Like that's not, that's not what I mean because I've gone through horrible things. And some of the things that people have done to me, it doesn't ever make it right. So apart from that, it's not about the other people. This is about you. You came here to learn specific things and were offered the, the situations that would have you grow and evolve into that. So when I'm being pulled into deeper and deeper health with my body, so even in real time, I've moved through a lot of the healing and not to say there's not more because there's always more or there always could be more if we choose to, but I've gone through a lot of healing in the last year. It's changed a lot. My pain isn't totally gone. So now I'm actually being brought back into nutrition and I was doing the medical medium um, last year for a bit and I'm being called sort of back into that stuff. It's like I'm always going through the transformation. There's always more to come in this healing journey. So it's not easy, but at first I was initiated into like inner energy work. So maybe I'm just going to like stand way back and I'm going to pretend source is saying, okay, Talia, the reason why you're in so much pain is number one, you have internalized trauma that you've never known how to dealt with. You felt alone. You felt like you don't belong. You felt less than you felt like shit about yourself in your life over and over and over. And all of that emotion got internalized into your connective tissue, into your your muscles, into your spine, into everything, and it needs to be healed. Second of all, you need to move away from any lingering processed food. Gluten, dairy doesn't work for you very well. Choose it wisely, but ultimately basically cut it out. More plant food, less caffeine, more paying attention to your blood sugar, paying attention to acidity and alkalinity, and really being super kind to your body while moving it regularly. So say that is, I mean, I pretty much just channeled out my own prescriptive plan, but say that's initially, like that's the biggest realm that source is trying to show to me. These are my answers, right? It's inner healing and it's nutrition and moving my body. So say that's the thing. I need to be initiated to a couple different aspects 
aspects, right? I need to be initiated into the inner child healing. And then I also need to be initiated into the nutrition part. I mean, thankfully, nutrition has always been a massive part of my life. And I was actually a nutrition coach certified in nutrition with a certificate with fancy letters behind my name. So I know a lot about nutrition. I also love eating good food. So that's great because I've been initiated already into that. And now it's kind of coming back around to go like, okay, let's double down on the nutrition. Let's double down on those simple things that you know are really good for you along with the inner work. And this will be your path to healing. So if you see that, if that was the answer for me, I have to integrate a few different things before I can just experience healing. And those things of healing the trauma and paying attention to my body in love with nutrition and activity, those things cause me to grow and expand and step deeper into who I truly am, the joy, the bliss, the self-love. So do you see how I was offered the perfect struggle that will have me learn what I came here to learn? I'm here to learn unconditional love. So healing my inner child wounds, that is unconditional love. That is the entire, I go through in the book, like inner child healing and how I've done it, but that is it. That is, it's based in unconditional love. And then nutrition and moving my body and fueling it with beautiful foods and exercise and water, that is also unconditional love for my body. So that's what I'm here to learn. But if I didn't have the pain, what would have driven me to go, come on, please show me what's next and to stretch me to be brave, to stretch me, to offer things up, to go there. What would have made me so hungry to learn the lessons if I was just handed an easy life. So you may be here to learn the same thing, but yours came through a father that neglected you or a life that let you down or a physical um, disability or ailment from the time you were young or, you know, anything it could have been. And I hope it's not, but I know there's been a lot of people that have been abused. I send you so much love. It could have been physical, mental, sexual abuse. And again, it never makes it right. And it's not like, oh, you experienced that just so you could learn this tiddly boo. Like it's just not that superficial. It is fucking deep and it's a healing journey. What would it take? Who would I become if I could unconditionally love myself and heal this thing I've been through? That's what your soul is asking you to do. So the initiation from a spiritual perspective is the awakening. You've been asking for growth and expansion as a soul and a human but it doesn't just show up overnight. Expansion is created as you shift, as you grow, as you evolve as a human and a soul. The initiation comes to show you in one or all areas of life where you are out of alignment. So the initiation can be gentle nudges and whispers, but it can also be very confusing, very challenging, very frustrating because often before we get the memo, it feels like things are filled with resistance and it's like, what the actual fuck is happening? Or say, I know I should be eating better. I'm kind of putting this in quotes because it's like my, my ego kind of going like, you should be eating better. And I know that and I'm like, oh, but whatever chips or oh, whatever, I'll just this. That part is so fucking uncomfortable until we're ready to make the leap. And people say this all the time whether it's spiritual or just self-growth or like motivation, they say like not taking the leap is the hardest part because once you leap, it actually starts to get easier, faster, but it's that discomfort. It's like, I think of an alcoholic in a journey and right before they actually quit. I mean, maybe the detox in that case is one of the more difficult, but sometimes living in the pain and not doing anything about it is so fucking uncomfortable. It pushes us into that place of like, whatever, I'll do whatever it takes. That's the initiation. So it can be 
gentle nudges and whispers, but it can also be the apex of the struggling that causes you to look for something new. I know that um, I worked in a naturopathic cancer clinic for 11 years, and sometimes people would come to a naturopathic doctor who he specialized in oncology. He was known all over the world. He traveled all over the world teaching. He wrote textbooks. He was very well known and very well respected and great results. But sometimes people would find natural medicine out of pure desperation. And sometimes it really worked for them. And then I'd see them years later and they're now like smoothies and juicing and this and that, but it took the cancer or took the desperation for them to find that health. And again, it doesn't mean that it's good or, or pleasurable. It's not, but it's on purpose. That's what I really want to say. So to start to wrap this up, the initiation is initiating you into the concepts and into the medicine and into the practices that over your transformation will become embodied. So what, you know, one of the things in my transformation that is becoming embodied is this unconditional love for myself, right? So I'm initiated in all different ways, like the way I talk to myself or the way I dress or take care of my body or the, you know, my mentality and my mind chatter about myself. Like I will be embodying unconditional love for myself deeper and deeper, maybe my entire life. I don't know if there'll ever be a point where I'm like, I'm there. It's rapidly changed over the last few years. I can't even imagine how much more beautiful it's going to get. But it's, it's this constant, like, where can I bring more love to myself? And that whisper, those nudges that have been happening for a long time to do yoga, to heal, you know, what's really going on. Cause even before I disco- discovered Lauren of love, there was, I, I just never, I was looking for supplements. I was looking for nutrition and stuff, but I never once thought like, believe the doctors when they said like, in, it's incurable and like, you can take a pain pill. It was just, it just didn't, didn't resonate. I was like, no, I don't really believe that. So I've actually been in this initi- initiation for quite a long time because mm-hmm. I knew there was something more but it took me forever to see it because I wasn't quite open. So the initiation is like this whole phase that is preparing you to be open to the medicine you're about to learn. And yes, it's messy. Yes, it's uncomfortable when changes are happening. So don't be hard on yourself. If you've been ignoring your inner callings for a while, or maybe even your whole life, don't be hard on yourself. Start to trust the process and know that over time you will see more signs. You will realize what's going on sooner and sooner. And that's the thing is once we understand what's happening, we don't have to fight it. When we ignore our inner guide, especially when we're in the process of learning about this, it's usually protection. It's usually because we're unsure. It's uncertain. The change, it changes our least, is our brain's least favorite way of being. Change is like, no, because it cannot anticipate what's coming next. If you walk the same route around your block every day, your brain knows what's coming next. It knows that around that bend is that house with that fence and that dog. And it knows change. It has no freaking clue what's next. That's why it's so uncomfortable, but just knowing this process and knowing that our brain is evolved to think and compute and anticipate and keep us safe. But when we have no idea what's going on or what's going to be coming of it, even when we picture in our mind's eye, like our best self or our self that's healed, our brain still goes like, but how, right? It's not comfortable, but Instead of staying safe as your brain wants you to do, and instead of staying in the relationship that you know is not serving you or this way of being because it's safe, it's time to 
go bravely into the direction of your heart and into your intuition. And don't be hard on yourself. If you've been ignoring the, in, the initiation, it will keep getting stronger and stronger and stronger through looping patterns, through triggers, through physical discomfort, emotional discomfort, intuitive nudges. It will keep getting stronger and stronger until you surrender and you listen to it. So again, to wrap this up, even though I said that probably like 15 minutes ago, the initiation is preparing you for everything you're about to learn and all of the keys to your wildest manifestations and dreams. So if you have on your vision board, big things, maybe personally, it's big things, it's healing. It's you want more joy, more freedom, more abundance in your life. Maybe you want to write a best-selling book or tour the world or find your soulmate. When you are asking for these things, you are simultaneously being put into an initiation to bring you the medicine you need. So pay attention to the reoccurring themes, paying attention to when your mind's like there's some, or your, your soul is like, there's something more pay attention to these nudges, to these whispers, to the calling to move forward. You're going on a journey of a lifetime of transformation, moving from a caterpillar into a butterfly and all they're asking is for you to be open and to be as brave as you can. And that's, it's okay. Some days I'm like 10 out of 10 brave and some days I'm two out of 10 brave and that's okay. Compassion for yourself, love for yourself and understanding of the process. Okay. I'm being initiated into higher ground. This isn't so scary. It's actually kind of exciting. So seeker, I intended for this episode to be shorter. Didn't work out that way. I thank you so much for tuning in and especially tuning in right until the end. I love you so much. And I really genuinely hope that this served you. So I will see you in the next episode. And if you want to keep this party going and you haven't yet already, come find me on Instagram at Talia Joy Manifestation. There's also, also lots of links in the show notes from free gifts and ways to be in my email community, as well as links to my manifestation apparel store, my coloring book manifest this shit and lots more. So make sure to check the show notes and come find me on Instagram or Facebook. I'm posting all the time. Maybe even you can see this little nook in my air. B&B if it's still up there. So <laughs> love you so much. I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for tuning into the show. I truly hope that it served you and it means so much to know that there's seekers out there like you on the path, really willing to give it your all and go all in. And if you do find value in this show, I would be so honored if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really actually makes a huge difference to the success of the show. And I just love seeing your words and being supported. So thank you so much. The link for that is in the show notes. And also down there, you'll find some links for some free gifts. Oh,